And it was a good um, example of conflict resolution when I just told him no. Wow. Not for him, for me. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 217, entitled Conflict Resolution Part 2. Tonight, we may very well ruin every apology that ever comes your way from here on out. Look forward to that. Conversely, You're welcome. you will also be the very best at letting people you know that you are sorry for hurting them, and they will have every opportunity and reason to forgive you. So pull up a seat at the table and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com forward slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com, and while there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you gave us a five-star review. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12.15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. Well, you see, that's how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 or so minutes of the podcast. We talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is. Lunchtime in Rome. 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 Bubbly. Boom. That was like the Micro Machine guy. Remember that guy from back in the day? Oh, yeah. Ooh. He talked real fast. Oh, oh that dude, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Commercial He guy. was like the, the world record holder yeah. of talking fast. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was doing some research on... Uh, I created a wedding tips and advice document. And I, I knew we talked about it on a podcast. And I couldn't find the document. I found an old flash drive, loaded it on, couldn't find it. Finally, was like, fine, I'll just go back and listen to that episode. Bros, it was episode like 112. We were 35 minutes into the podcast. Hadn't gotten to the topic yet. Yeah. It was horrendous. <laughs> yeah. And then it was only like four points, and so I just made it a whole new document. Yeah, we mm. buttoned that up. Yeah. Well, we tightened it up. Here's how tight it is. That's about my update. Yeah, all right. Oh, no, I have one more. So it was because Tyler and Kira are getting married. And I did something in their wedding planning that I have not done in my 40-some-odd weddings I've ever officiated before. What is it, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. They are pretty dispassionate about the ceremony. They have no thoughts. <laughs> Tyler doesn't want it to be a dumb 15-minute ceremony. That's it. <laughs> That's the list of their requirements. I said, what about readings? Oh, we should probably have readings. That'd fill some time. Okay. You want the cliche, you know, Corinthians 13, you know, the love chapter. Uh -huh. They don't care. Uh -huh. Do said, some real awkward scripture. <laughs> yeah, well, and here's what I said. <laughs> and, and we're going to see how this works out. I said, why don't you have like either Kathy or Bob or Rich, you know, two of them do a reading. But as their gift to you, they get to pick it. Whether it's their thoughts on marriage, their thoughts ah, on the two I of like you. I like that. I do. And, it and here's, here's what's... And they're trustworthy. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like... So, yeah, like Bob, <laughs> Bob Micah, like, you know, a quarrelsome wife is, you know, like, well, that one in Proverbs or whatever. But yeah. um, <clears throat> what's funny is nobody understands it. They're like, why don't you just go ahead and pick it out, Jay? Because I don't want to clash with your sermon. And I'm like, no, that's not the point. Right. And then it's and, a gift and, to them. Right. right. And Kathy was like, oh, that's so typical, Tyler. Just, you know, pass it off to somebody else. And I'm like, 
No, no, no it was my a idea. Meaningful thing. Yeah. And so as I hung up, I was just talking to Kathy earlier tonight. And I said, look, thank you for being the test pilot for this. I said, because either it's going to be a great idea yeah. and we're, I'm going to encourage other people to do it or I'm going to be like, ooh, that was a mistake. Mm. But, and think about that. Like I've done, I think at least 40 weddings. Never even occurred to me to do. I'm surprised Kira doesn't have any, you know, no, she's, not, she's no. not the typical bride. Exactly. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what they should do? They should just get married on, like... The Maid of the Mist. The, I was going to say the Gateway <laughs> Clipper. But, yeah, you know, just, like, do it, you know. Well, no, I mean, they've got 165 people coming. That's a good-sized wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fit them up. How much is it? Oh, it's in our sanctuary, so... On my no, deck. No, I mean, like, but where's, like, reception? Ah, somewhere. Okay. Nothing... You That's wouldn't good. have heard of it. It's, like, somewhere in New Ken or something. All right. Cool place. Which, by the way, uh, if you guys don't mind instruments... Wait. Oh, yeah. Next Tuesday night. Thanks. Where in New Ken? Do I don't you know. know. Not the Harmer House. <laughs> the barn? The Union Barn? Maybe? Eric used to live out there. Mm. I did. Maybe not, though. Because I'm going to be there on Saturday at a wedding. This or next? This coming Saturday. It's next. Okay. So they won't <laughs> be on the same day. Probably not. Yeah. I don't know if it's there. Yeah. And this, this bride, um, she's actually Dr. Brent, my chiropractor's receptionist. She is like... The opposite of what you just said, as oh, far it's, as it's to a T, oh and, and, timed and out. Everybody's got input, and she hates all of the other input. Oh, and it's the wor- every, it's, it's everybody a, has an opinion out of it. It sounds it's really, yeah, it sounds really terrible. Mm. And I she just kind of wants to get past that. You know? Ah, see, that breaks my Which heart. I yeah, hate. that's yeah. one of my advices. Don't like keep thinking of what's your, the next thing. Right, this is your gonna party. Miss it. Right, yeah. They're going to Italy, by the way, Tyler and Kira. Oh, that's awesome. I said, you are going to be unbearable when you get back. <laughs> He's going to be so Italian. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to just be so over it's the top. It's all going to rub off on him. Exactly. Yeah. He's going to live in that lifestyle. That's cool, though. That's that's fun. Maybe he'll go to Rome and have lunch. Have lunch. Ooh. Oh. And at 12.15, he can, I don't know. Join the waiter in his motions or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. He should, like, yeah, take a picture with, like, his, you know, watch in right. it or something. And, and the... Uh, I was going to say the Eiffel Tower. That's not in Rome. That is not. Maybe the Rome. Colosseum. Right. I don't know. I'm going to be. Um, I'm going to be a little curmudgeon-y today. Oh no! Well, uh, just got the. I've got the. It's still sunny outside, though. It is. It's too. It's too sunny. <laughs> it's, it's too That's hot too this week. It's not. You know. And then we've had work has just been a. Um, how can I describe it? Without I just it's been difficult. And it's been eventful. Like today, we had like we, we we can't have a day where it's just like oh this is just a school day. It's a day we Started, just do, we middle, do the, the normal end. school things. Yeah, oh, there's a, there's right. a beginning, there's a middle because there's of kids end. or administration. Oh, just um, I I just I don't I can't <laughs> limit it that way. There. It's always something. Today, his Native American name. It was kids, but it was this weird thing. Like we had a fire drill, and our principal had you know she sent out a an email at the beginning of the day, like, hey, you know, our, the good October weather is about to end, and you have to get a fire drill in every month, right? So she's like, it's probably going to be today. So I'll try to you know send a once a, a month. Was it always yeah. like that? No. Okay. But in attorneys, in in my career, it's pretty much always been that yeah. way. So at least at least the past. I remember doing it like years. twice a year. Yeah. Do you have active shooter drills? We have. No, they have active shooters. Oh. Yeah. It's just the real thing. Yeah. Why go, why go to a drill? It's not funny, Jay. And uh, a bit. so we go outside for the fire drill. <laughs> Later on, I see that there are like three ambulances. Mm. And 
I, I don't even know what, what other vehicles were out there. There were like at least five vehicles outside. And I'm like, what is going on? Turns out this fifth grade class came in from the fire drill. And I don't know, how, however long later, like... Somebody stuck their half of tongue them. to a, a pole and it froze there because they triple dog dared this kid. I that's wish, what happened. I wish it was that cold. Oh. I'm sick of this heat. But no, it's <laughs> they all started like breaking out in hives, oh, getting really? all itchy. Mm. And so well, I don't. I'm not sure down. they're still sure. I'm I'm not sure if they are yet aware. Of of what, what caused happened? it, but they were all like hanging out under a tree, maybe or something. That's why wow. like, the old hive tree. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't I, make any sense. I don't those lantern, know. those lantern flies. Maybe, probably maybe it was dri- all the secretions dripped like, on them. Yeah. yeah, that's a bad word. Secretions. Secretions. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. Not a good word. Moist, so I just you know moist, it's just yeah. a little bit like I mean I feel for them. I'm not like a monster, but it's also <laughs> like. <laughs> Why'd you have to go and get hot? Yeah, exactly. Like, well, come on, kids. Like, what? Pop a, give them an ice pack. Isn't that elementary school's ice pack? And right. junior ice high pa- used to be Pepto. Usually they're they're happy with an ice pack. Yeah, but this was, I, I guess, very extreme. And then one other quick curmudgeon thing. One of my pet peeves that, as I've gotten older, I, I, it affects me more, is people who park their car and leave their headlights on. Mm. Especially, oh. mm. I mean, like they're sitting waiting for somebody. Oh, yes. idling, and especially then they're on the street yes. on the on the same uh, direction that you're yes, facing when they're pulled off I'm with on you, the brother. wrong yeah. side. It's mm-hmm. the worst. So I'm on my way here tonight. Amy mm. joins you as well. She's she, yeah. right now. It's, she it's can so feel it. It's very inconsiderate. It's so yes, annoying. It Just is, turn them thank off. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, they come on automatically. But you can turn them off. You can and turn them off. Yeah. Don't yeah. drive with your high beams on. Well, right, that's a thing too. That's a, Unless that's you a absolutely too far, have to. Brian. Sorry. Okay, it's not so your I'm turn driving yet, here tonight. Still going. <laughs> I'm pulling up Key Drive. I'm joining him and his curmudgeoning. Oh <laughs> yeah, and um, up ahead, sure enough, there's this vehicle pulled off on the wrong side of the road, Ugh. and it looks it's like a box truck kind of thing. It looks like. I think it's like the Schwann's delivery guy, or maybe, maybe a U-Haul, something mm-hmm. like that, right? right? Gotcha, box truck. Bright lights, like, blaring down the hill at me. That's already a narrow street where people have to, like, stop for one. And they park on both sides. Yeah, yeah it's so, it's And just, again, because it was so cold today, it was probably, you probably icy. That was probably you had to watch it, yeah. out for that. I had to be careful on my way. Yeah. But no, I, I'm, you know, getting closer, and I'm like, I'm going to give this guy my high beams, because yeah. I'm so yeah, sick of are. this. And I'm really glad I didn't because it was an ambulance. As I oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, with one Some, of the kids from school. Yes. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. Somehow. Um, I also join you in that in parking lots. Like, I would be waiting to pick Bella up, like, from her voice lesson. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh, look, my lights are on. I should yeah. turn them off mm-hmm. so I don't blind that guy mm-hmm. anymore. So yeah. then I turn them off. Up at the high school. People uh, did it all the time. Like, they'd pull up right behind you and keep their lights on. Yeah. And it's like, I'd turn them off. Turn them off. And they're like, park. leave yeah. your parking lights on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's what? fine. They call them that, you know, parking lights. Right. right. When you're parked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> no, man, it's it's annoying. Grinds my gears. And, and, and especially when you're a curmudgeon those those little things become yes. much yes. more heightened and And, and they're still very annoying. real. Yes. It's, it's like annoying. Chi- it's then, Chinese water torture with ooh, little events. You're like, like, I just I just want to go home. Wow. I don't. That's okay, start talking about bread box here next. Other, wow. um, other water torture. I don't there know. There it is. Um, wait, hold it. hold it. But then you feel bad when you get to that elevated frustration. You're yeah. like, oh, I'm a jerk. It's like, no, your your cup's full. Right. Yeah. Like you're allowed to be upset. Yeah. Normally that might not bother me, but guess what? Today, today it does. It does. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then they litter. 
And then they don't put their cart back. <laughs> and then they try to coach the Steelers. Oh, they're the worst. Yeah. So, something fun. Wait, yes. Matt Canada doesn't put his uh, cart back? I'm sure he doesn't try to I'm sure he doesn't. He definitely try to doesn't coach. put his cart back. He, sit, he sits in a parking lot with his high beams on. Just littering <laughs> in his hat. Just, yeah. He, he empties all the litter out of his, his car. Hat. Yeah. Um, that's funny. He tries to put his cart back, but the cart return spot is like in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah. And he can only put his carts to the outside. On the sides. Right. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, I, lo- I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, did, did you hear about the, their, their jets the past two weeks haven't been able to like take off or they've had problems with their, they kept yeah. getting sweeped. their charter jets? Yeah. Right. <laughs> they kept like, getting what? Sweeped jets. Yeah. Sweep. The jet sweep. <laughs> Can't even run that. <laughs> oh, yes. But it's true. They, they've had malfunctions on their planes yeah. past two weeks. Can't get off the ground. Nope. A lot like the offense. Yep. I have something fun. Yeah. What's that, Eric? Maggie started Joyful Twirlers this week. Oh, oh great. Tell it on a mountain. And she's so excited. That's awesome. It was really so much fun to watch her because she, she is she's a kid that is very cautious about new things. Mm-hmm. Um, Not a big group girl. She really seeks to figure things out. <clears throat> yeah. And she tries to figure out ahead of time. And I'm like, just go and have fun. <laughs> There's a baton in your twirl. Yeah. And you're going to be with your friends. Like she, she knows like two other girls that are in her in her class. So like, oh, that's so awesome. Uh, yeah. And uh, but once she realized like what they were doing, like, oh, I'm going to run around and play with my friends. This is amazing. And I was like, OK, great. And it was just so fun to watch her have so much fun. But one that's that's one of the things like as a parent watching your kid have fun. Is just it's one of the best feelings. Like yeah, when you is. can just watch them ha- like be joyful and have a good time and twirl. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just so fun, and uh, she loved it. And I'm so glad that she loved it. It's well run. Um, it is. It is well run. Um, good people. Good people. Oh, that's right. Because Bella did it. Yeah, yeah Bella did, did it. Um, Stephanie Ferguson, her mm-hmm. daughter's in it. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's so many people that we know that have had that have either been in it prior or they have kids in it. I'm not gonna so, lie to you. The music's gonna get to you. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be. A, I have a Chris Day. I'm all curmudgeon and I can't oh, yeah. take it anymore. Um, but for today, but for today, I envision Maggie's so fun. anxiety about it. Like she gets worse. It's so see, funny. Like it, like a, like a, uh, like a sitcom, and it zooms in on on what's happening in her brain. Yeah, and she thinks she has to be like like a like a Nazi like. Like Whoa. learning to like march in line, you know, like the Nazi army, like going past. Goose stepping. Yeah, yeah. Like she's got it. Yeah. It's not fun. You, you got to learn to do it. Well, anyway. I no, what's funny is. Sorry, Brian. Good. I thought it was interesting watching her try to diagnose the uh, the, the bees over the summer. Oh, yeah. Dude. I mean, it's oh, bad, man. But like, I'm like, you walk past them every day. They're like a foot away from you. You walk past them and they don't do anything. The biggest to you. issue with bees that weren't even there. Right. But then no, I think but, she prophesied them because now I have a bunch of bees and I keep getting stuff. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. It's very weird. <laughs> what was funny is like. Still, we, as an adult, the, still is not fun. The, Brian, the, I know a guy. The, I enjoy it. Hey, he got a guy. No. That one day that we were over your yes. pool is like when we were talking about it. And then like Leah got stung. Yep. You got yes. stung. And I'm like, don't say anything out loud. And it's so loud. weird because yeah. she kept talking about it. We're yeah. like, there's no bees. There's no bees. And, and then, then I got stung. <laughs> and then Leah got stung. And now I've got a bee's nest in my. Gr- it's like she heard them. It's it was like, so it's funny. Like she knew them. But it's so funny. It's funny you mentioned that, Chris, like zooming in huh. into her head what's going on. If you. and. You might know. You might have noticed it, but you will notice it from from here on out. If you're telling her something new, and she's really like thinking about it and kind of nervous, she does like I don't know if you've seen that the the gif of Homer and his like he's like his nervous fingers. Mm. Okay, yeah. She does that. Oh. She has this like nervous fi- like she's like thinking about it and like nervous fingers. It's so oh, her funny. thinking fingers. Yes, it's so funny. 
But yeah, it's so much again. She fun. Was, she was just having so much fun. Today's and, a win. Yeah. And you know what? It was only a half hour. Mm. Oh wow! You know, I mean, we were there for longer than that because she was getting fitted for all her like outfits and whatnot. Uh, but I was like, purple and white. It was the perfect amount of time. You know, she in, didn't get burned out. Uh, right. She yeah. wanted. She was. She was bummed that we had to go. Yeah. Even one more. Once yeah. a week. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. yeah. Every Monday. Yep. I had to tell Ethan hard no that he can't just leave after third period tomorrow, and he got all bent out of shape about it and went down to his room. But uh, yeah, he I, apparently they're having a um, uh, like a, a lockdown tomorrow. Um, they had a lockdown today, and well, have some kind of that was not planned. Yeah, but they're going to have some kind of modified lockdown tomorrow, and so he's trying to say, well, after third period, can can me and Nick uh, just just leave? Can you guys come up and get us? I'm like, no, you're going you're going to be locked down. We're not coming up to get you. Oh, if we have an early, like he's just trying to rationalize away. And he's like, hear me out, hear me out. I'm like, did you say, yeah, your, well, sister, Lex, your Lex, sister puts together PowerPoints. What do you got? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Lex was like, I've already said no to him five times. And like, she just gave me the look like, help, please help me. And I was just like, no, you're not going to go. Sorry. You said, you know, on the other hand, <laughs> you just watched Lex's head explode. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, the I kid's do, got do, a point. Well, that's annoying to you, to you as, you know, husband of like, dude, you Show some respect to your mom. She's already said yeah. no five times. What do you think the answer is I'm going to say? You know, like, come on. Right. And it was a good um, example of conflict resolution when I just told him no. Wow. Not for him, for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, he hated the way the conflict resolu- resolved, but. There was no conflict. No, not in my you, mind. There's no conflict. <laughs> this is resolved. This is <laughs> that's, that's conflict, comma. Resolved, <laughs> not conflict resolution. But we did want to continue, obviously, going over the components of conflict resolution and really, for lack of a better term, being able to apologize. How to express an, uh, express a hurt and then how to respond to a hurt. And we glibly led with saying this will ruin every future apology that you ever get. Um, and the point is because nobody does it correctly and it really will like you'll, it is just people's apologies are bereft of any sort of impact that the best you get is, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to do that. That's like the best you can hope for Mm -hmm. out of somebody. And we talked about that a little bit last week. If you haven't yet, um, after today's episode, if you want to go back, listen to last week's, uh, it might be helpful. But in summary, what we talked about last week is number one is identifying what is it really that, that hurt you? You know, the difference between your feelings, which are angry and upset or mad or disappointed, those are your feelings. But the emotion not being met or taken from you is what fuels that. And so it's very important, the first step is to identify that. Okay, you didn't meet my need for security. You didn't meet my need for respect. You took away my sense of belonging when you ex- excluded me or whatever. And then to effectively communicate that to the other person and to effectively or uh, to purposefully listen. You know, we're, we're going to be talking about the, the, the offender and the offended in this process. Mm-hmm. And then we want to go ahead and listen to that. Don't diminish, don't exaggerate if you're the one saying what hurt you. you to and I thought it was a really interesting point we made last week, too, about sifting through the feeling to get to the emotion. Because mm-hmm. when you're in conflict, a lot of times the conflict can be escalated or just continue by living in the feeling and, like you said, not getting to the root of it and, and uh, you know, finding that emotion to join around. And sometimes the, the, 
the feeling gets so inflamed that we then calm down and discount the emotional need that wasn't mm-hmm. met. Right. Like I blew mm-hmm. it out of proportion. Yeah, but but that still right. was there was still something there. Right, and never and you never really resolved it. You guys calmed down. Right. But you You're never lucky, really resolved you know, it. if I'm the one who was offended, I can say to the offender, you know, the reality is the offender is lucky because I over quote unquote overreacted. Mm-hmm. But, but it's still something that needs to be resolved. Right. And so that's why we don't want to diminish what happened, but you don't want to make it more than it is. And the way to be able to do that is to look further back into mm-hmm. when has this happened to me before? Right. When has somebody hurt me in the same vein? Because maybe I'm giving the person who offended me today a lot of the pain from the past <laughs> times I've been offended mm-hmm. and hurt that I was never able to, whether it be my parents or a teacher or a friend, or I just mm-hmm. didn't have the skills to communicate that hurt to them. So it'll help you understand it. And again, if you're the person who did the offending, think of that person and go like, well, geez, this pattern, or like, what are they going through in life right now? Or what's going on at home and whatever else so that you can better come to understand it. And that leads us to uh, the overall point. When you are in a conflict... Both sides need to seek understanding, you know, and for the, the person who did the offending, you want to seek understanding. How did I hurt them? How did they feel? You know, if you want to get to why did they feel that way? Okay, that might help you. But seek understanding, not forgiveness. Don't go in with the goal is I want to be forgiven. Now, I want to understand the impact of mm. when I made fun of you, Chris, how did that really make you feel so that I can go, wow, all right. Sad. Yeah. So it was hypothetical. <laughs> Uh, so, I don't really care. I've, well, n- I've never felt that. <laughs> 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 <No, no, yeah. laughs> Which leads us, and, and oh, I forgot the one other thing we should say is what we are teaching is academic and, if you will, procedural, mm. and not necessarily always attainable in the wild. Mm, right. That these are methodical is the word I was looking for. Methodical steps. One, the other, the next one, the next one. That when somebody, you know, a spouse comes up to you and says, I can't believe you did whatever. It's pretty hard for you to go, okay, (laughs) help me to understand. Right. Please use better words so that I can understand what need did I not meet. Now, really, we you you do get to that point. Like, I'll say to Rachel, so wait, help me understand here. I, I Clearly, I can see that Like, if both partners are happened. on board, then it's, right. yeah. But even if not, you can just say, hold on, I can tell you're upset. So are you upset because of this? Is this what happened here, or was it that? What if they then get angry, as can, I think, often happen, that you didn't, like, in that moment, well, you, you don't even get it. You don't know, because you're asking a question about clarification. If that would happen to me... Or if that happens to anybody moving forward, I would say, you're right. I'm a little confused right now, and I'm really sorry that I am, I'm not dialed in on that. And, I, and I, I would assume you would prefer that if, you know, I truly understood you for who you are as a person, I would get this right off the bat. And I, I admit I don't, but I would really appreciate it if you could just help me understand it. I mean, let's be honest. If we're doing this from a, uh, how do I want to put this, an adversarial way? The more altruistic and the more sincere you are, you're going to expose that they're the ones who right. are flying off the handle. Right. You can't be smarmy. You can't be, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> you seem to be angry right now. I'm like, no, you can't do that. That was a little church ladyish. A little bit. 
<laughs> so we want to go to tonight. So here, so here's the situation. Somebody has said, I want you to know that what you did took away my emotional need of this or didn't meet my emotional need of that. And it really hurt me because that's something that my dad always did or my boss did this afternoon or whatever. Okay, so what are the next steps? Now, for the next couple, we'll be breaking it down into if you're the offended person, so you've expressed your hurt, and you're now hoping for that person to apologize or to make amends. Then we'll get to the offender. So the first thing is, so all of this, the next step is talking to God about it. We've mentioned that the three components of every successful relationship, the number one thing is that God is in the center of the relationship. Here's a prime example of why it's not a plaque on a wall or a cute pillow or a throw blanket. This is how it works. So you say, okay, there's conflict between two people. Okay, well, let's put God in the middle of these two people. And Chris, you brought up the point when we did a thing on marriages that it's important to say, here's the problem we have. We have a problem here. I don't have a problem with you, but you and I as husband and wife, here's a problem we have a to situation. overcome. Right. When, when did I say, I mean, I, I remember saying that, but when, how do you remember me saying that like two months ago or whatever? Uh, one, it was a really good point. Two, I've seen it on several Instagram clips since then. And three, because I remember the example was Eric was frustrated with uh, things being left in the floor in front of closets and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And the solution was, look, we have a problem that you keep <laughs> leaving stuff on the ground. <laughs> and the way we're going to win is by you not doing that in the future. Yes. So I've grooved a funny memory in that. That's funny. So when you talk to God, you don't just say, hey, God, I'm angry or whatever. And that's fine. But you, but you talk to him and revisit. Lord, this is what just happened. God, this just happened to me. You know, and here's how it went. And God, tell me, how did you feel when that happened? And then you just be quiet mm -hmm. for a minute. Mm -hmm. and, and that's a way that I think too many people don't really pray. Mm -hmm. but God, right. I'm so mad. I just had this conversation. I, you know, I feel so this. I feel so that. You know, if you're so wise as to say, you know, I just wanted to be appreciated and I wasn't, whatever else. God, how did you feel while that was going on? About God, so this would be God's heart for you, the offended. Correct. God, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, how did you feel for me? I guess that's a good thing to add to that, Brian. Thank mm -hmm. you. How did you feel for me? Eh, I mean, whatever. I guess you could open it up to both sides, whatever. Well, it should be. Yeah, at some point. I mean, oh, we'll get there. It should be, yeah. Um, And say, look, God, I'm not perfect and I, and I need... I need to be comforted. God, I, you know, and that's part of God, how did you feel for me? Because he's not going to be like, you're a jerk. You know, if that's if that's what you hear, <laughs> Wish would I you didn't pray? make you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry I put you on earth. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, well, and then here's the speaking of going the other direction, now we're, you know, the next one is ask him for insight into the offender. Mm -hmm. And that they're worth more than their offense. So like this is you saying, okay, how are they feeling in this moment? Or how, even how do God, and, how do you feel for them? And I would love to point out the end of that. They are worth more than their offense. This is anybody ever who offends you. They are always worth more. That person is always worth more than whatever they offended you with. Even if it's the end of the world for you, 
that's not that that circumstance does not get put above that the worth as a person. But not like if their headlights are on. Or, or not. those people are dead. Thing. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Dead is not is like up on the yeah, curb. Yeah, those yeah. those people. They're not people. <laughs> no, they're <laughs> those are monsters. objects that I get. <laughs> yes. No, but, that's a very good. It's a very, it's a great. Yeah, point. I'm sorry I stepped on it. That's good. No. But Brian pointed out a good extreme, which is no matter who they are, no matter right. what they've done, mm-hmm. how much more so is it if somebody that is close to you? Mm-hmm. Like, we get it. that What they did is bad. And your feelings are valid. Your emotions are, your feelings are, you know, valid. And so are your emotions. And they're important. But they're their own individual person. Mm-hmm. And they probably didn't wake up that morning and say, Here's how I'm going to hurt that other person. And if they did, they are a psychopath. Well, they got problems. It has really helped me in my own like journey through, uh, you know, uh, my high need of respect and and um, often in my life feeling like whatever somebody says or does is I feel disrespected in that. And like it has helped me a lot to to recognize that. Especially in those extreme circumstances, like what is this random right. person even thinking? You know, right. but instead of like getting all in my feelings, I I think about them and like, okay, this is probably that one bad day for them or that one moment or the three hundredth in a row. <laughs> the right, right, right. No, day. yeah. Well, <laughs> where their cup has overflown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, overflowed. Yeah, overflowed. Well, and I think that's one of the toughest, one of the tougher commands in scripture where you know they they talk about they talk to Jesus about how many times should i forgive and he's like just you know he's he says 70 times 7 1 million right which basically means like you just never stop forgiving you never stop forgiving well and that's the next step but it to just say okay i forgive you right well that's why that doesn't work right but if you sit there and you say well god why well, you know how do you feel about what they did and and how i mean that's an important part of that mm-hmm. What's going on with them? Why would they do that? Why wouldn't they think of me? Well, how come they did that? And it's a, I will just tell you this. It seems either pretend or pseudo-psychology, you know, babble or whatever else. All I can tell you is anytime I do this, God gives me wisdom and insight and breaks my heart. Just about every day. He never goes, you know what? You're right. Stick it to him. Yeah. I've never heard that. Anytime. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about how like, we're asking God to show us how he feels for us and how he feels for the other person. And we're talking about the, the forgive and forgive and forgive. And I really do just think about the fact that we wake up in sin and every day we are on this track of, of constant sin, mm-hmm. whether it's small thoughts in our brain or, you know, and if, and if God is all holy and everything that isn't is a sin, he looks at us every day and goes, yep, 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 yep. I did. I saved you from that one. Yep. That's why I went to the cross. And so like, it helps us to go like, this person's doing it again. They're doing it again to me. Well, yeah, I just did it again to God again. I just did it again. So like that perspective really does help me to go, yeah, they're going to mess up because I look at myself and go, wow. And I would add one more thing, and I think that's, I appreciate the example and the contrast that you provided. I, I don't have it in our notes, but I would almost add and realize, you know, ask God for wisdom as to what the enemy is doing in this moment. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know what, I'm just gonna, and you're like, oh, 
oh, no, that's, that's the enemy that's trying to come at me there. Or I'm not going to, hmm, well, that feels like the enemy there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to be bitter. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be, you know, whatever else. I'm going to hold a grudge. I'm going to get back at them. I'm going to, you know, where is it that the enemy is going in this process to try to get me to sin? Mm-hmm. So what? that's that's the God checklist mm. for the person who has been offended. Did and we that, get to the forgive? Oh, no, we didn't. Because I would, yeah. So there's the one more, which is like, Forgiveness can be so difficult, and like there, it's speaking of like it's more than these sorry. voices that you're hearing, right? The enemy, and like even just whatever your own when you're you're so divine. consumed with self. I missed it. What'd you say? No, I, I said it's more than saying sorry. That's right, <laughs> forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, it's more than, anyway, but like you can't, you often can't do it in your own strength. Like there are so many examples from either real life or just like from movies and things mm-hmm. if you think like these people who are like well forgiving is not the right choice here Fonzie because... couldn't do it oh I don't remember that one really what do you mean that one I mean I've seen happy oh you mean he could never say it. sorry that's what you mean yeah yeah but like you you can't like I think the normal quote unquote way of dealing with some of this when you get all in your own emotions when someone has offended you then you're not thinking forgiveness you know what i mean like you are like you're like well that person doesn't deserve or i'm the one in the right why should i forgive you know they should be just straight up apologizing which is why it's so important in the earlier steps is to seek comfort from god and to seek that understanding so that you can get to the point where you can number one Forgive them on behalf, you know, forgive them to God. God, I want to let you know that I forgive them. I release them from this, whatever else. That's important to do. And then the the second step is to say to the person, hey, let's talk about it. I want to be able to forgive you and move forward with that. So thank you for bringing up that forgotten point. But now what if you're the offender? Somebody that you're in a relationship with, whether it be a intimate relationship, whether it's a friendship whether it's something at work or whatever else, and somebody's come up to you and said, you know, blah, 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 you, whether they do it well and say, hey, look, when you did this, I'm sure you didn't mean anything mm-hmm. bad about it, but it really took away my need for this or that. Or if it's, you know, somebody that doesn't know this from a hill of beans and they say, you know, that really pissed me off when you did that. Well, if you get a moment, and again, in the dynamic world, in a live case situation, you can still pray. Now, it's not sitting alone in your quiet space, but you can say, Lord, what is going on right now? <laughs> like, all I know is this person. So this, it's the mirror image of the other side. But the first thing is say, look, he, here's what I did, Lord. You know, all I did was forget dinner. Or here's all I did was I, I, I told a joke at a party about my wife. What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Like, God, I don't, I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you you want to say, and Lord, here's how they, they responded. They just came at me. And, and yeah, he knows. Like, sometimes I think it's funny when... We're like, well, I don't need to tell God. He already knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of wants to hear from right. you. <laughs> it's a participatory uh, relationship. Yes. Um, yeah, like don't just list things out. And, yeah. and conversely, like I said that several times already, then say, okay, God, help me understand. Mm-hmm. Well, where are they coming from? Well, yeah. Where is this coming from, Lord? And I, th- I think uh, over time, the, it really can add to your level of superpower. Um, you know, we t- we've talked before about learning emotional responding um, can be a form of a superpower. But this in particular, when you go to God and say, how do you feel for this person? 
it raises your empathy. It, you know, it, it, God can really transform your heart for somebody or a group of people in a way that you just, you, you couldn't do it on the surface level, you know, um, because he just gives you that insight that you can't get from here. It certainly helps you love the unlovable. Mm-hmm. And I've done it. I mean, I've had some pretty unlovable people in my world. And when you sit there and you say, God, help me to understand them. Mm-hmm. So now if you're just saying, God, help me understand why did they say what they, you know, maybe you want to ask them about yourself, by the way. Why did, why did I do that? God? Right. Why did I, why did I mm-hmm. say that? Well, in this kind of, and you guys probably talked about this last week, maybe because I, it, welcome back, Chris. Hey, thanks. It presupposes that the offender even accepts that they possibly offended. Like, cause you know, there could be. I mean, obviously, to get to these steps and to say, well, okay, what did I do? Da, da, da. But you have to first be like... Aware. Aware. Well, aware no, and accepting. Trust. You have to trust that what they're saying is true. Yeah. Because... Or even a possibility. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you might feel in your... You might feel like, well, I didn't do what they're saying I did, or I didn't... Right. But you have to trust they're being honest. Right, saying, right, right. This is how I perceived. This is how I felt mm-hmm. about what you did. Now, well, okay, what if they're making it up? What if they're making it worse than this? Okay, well, you have a bigger problem now <laughs> because your relationship is not open, it's not honest, and it's being manipulative, not vulnerable. So you may not understand why that hurt them, which is why you're praying. And you're saying, <clears throat> God, help me understand. Like, all I said was, yeah. you know, you look tired, and all of a sudden my wife's <laughs> upset. I don't no. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, dear God. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you don't, the point is, they have said it. You have to trust that they meant it. <laughs> yeah, not what I did uh, with Lex. Um, well, that's the stupidest thing I've, I've heard. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> we, we, my bad apology. Um, it, Last it just, week? <clears throat> yeah. 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 <laughs> well, this is, it, it offends me whenever you guys make fun of me for always winning games. Oh, yeah. Well, that's about the dumbest thing. I, I can't even believe that it's... Yeah. That's what he said. Chris's face. Chris's face is like, are you serious you said that? She, oh, yeah. She feels like we make fun of her. Yeah, well, she, she... Oh, that like breaks a piece of my heart. Well, right and by that, she you is, mean that's the dumbest thing you've ever she, heard. She is the Tom Brady of games around us. Right. Be that as it may, but, I, but, I still shouldn't have told her, oh, I think that's a dumb thing. Whether she wins be, or she loses. For you to be sad about for over 20 years. That's amazing for me to hear because... I would never classify what we do as making fun of her. Well, but that's how it hits her, it, it and that does. is that's something, is, right? So now you know. Yeah. So for you to I say did not, that. Yeah. So I told a story last week. I did not respond well. I eventually yeah. got there, and it's fine. And she felt joined in it, but my initial reaction was like, "That's hard." I'm man. pissed. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Twenty years, whatever. <laughs> um, anyways, so yeah, it does really affect her. <laughs> And if somebody you know that you're in a relationship with does say that, you have to trust it. You may not, you don't have to understand it right away. But again, that's why you have to say, "God, help me." Mm-hmm. And I, I will just promise you, He gives you wisdom, He gives you insight, and then it gets a little nitty and it gets to a little bit of the gritty. God, how do you feel about what I did? How do you feel about? I mean, I was just making a joke, God. How, How does feel? God feel about what you did to so, offend the other person? So you say to God, God, I said to Lex, that's the I dumbest that's, thing. I can't believe I've you're even sad about that. Whatever. How do you feel, God, about that? Right. And you just sit there. 
And you'll just be like, and, and I guarantee like, even it's even happening to me right now, I'm thinking of like disappointments in her life and times that should have been celebrated and things that got dry, you know, the, were the carpet. So like, Hey, Lex wins all the time. Mm-hmm. Let's pull the carpet out and right. make fun of her for it. Right. She yeah. doesn't even get the satisfaction of enjoying a win that she earned. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I think God told me. I think Brian. Oh, no, no, no. But I'm saying that's how it works. When it comes oh, to did this, he say that? Yeah, <laughs> you're justified in this. That's and so you true. say, God, how do you feel about that? Yes. How did you feel when I said that? Mm-hmm. And you might, by the way, you might get. I was really sad for you. Mm-hmm. Like not not disappointed in you, mm-hmm. but man, that sucks. Right. <laughs> like the, the, you kind of dropped the ball there, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you feel that's pretty not, bad. It's not a good look, and it doesn't reflect good on me. <laughs> You know? I don't think he's throwing guilt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think God's saying, how do you think I feel? But that's important because that's next. Yeah. So how did you feel, God? Because, hey, it's a sin. If you mm. hurt somebody, that's a sin. You know, mm. oh, I didn't mean to cut you in the arm when I was carrying, my, you know, okay, but they're still bleeding. Right. You know, and so all sin hurts God and separates us from him. And, and I love the notion that to understand it, you know, the goal is to understand that to hurt them is to hurt God. Mm-hmm. And like, I, you know, I had, when I read that on the notes, I did a little double take, like what? But as I'm putting it together in my brain, I'm like, that is what we're called to do is to treat others the way, well, one, treat others, do one to others as you would do yeah, to God. That's not quite what I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm messing the platinum up. Rule. I'm messing up. <laughs> yeah, the, the platinum. It's the titanium rule. Um, no, but you are, you've got love God and love others. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to see God in others. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be the hands and feet of God. And God the, wouldn't do that. Toward others. Right. Right. Like, so it's just, it's a, it's a perspective to... Yeah. Think of it as a parent. As I look around the room, we're all parents. We have had people hurt our children. Sometimes in pretty bad ways, sometimes not. Mm-hmm. As a parent, I mean, I mean, you guys all heard the story yesterday. I mean, it was all for me but to tackle Rachel from having to drive up to Mercyhurst and defend Bella. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, somebody comes at your kid, you get a little bit upset about that. Mm-hmm. Well, are we not God's children? Mm. So when you hurt God's kid, right. yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, right. that is a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I agree with with you, Chris, in that regard as well. Um, and realizing that he, whatever relation, let, let's assume it's a, an intimate relationship. It's a family member. It's a close friend, whatever else. God loves them more than you do. God cares about the relationship more than you do. And so this is God's deal that you've got to come alongside. Right. It ain't your problem. You know, it's, this is a big deal, even if it seems like it's a small deal. Um, and finally, this one's tough. Think about, pray about, what would God say about what you did or didn't do? So he says, Brian, my son, mm-hmm. you know, you, you said what you said to Lex or Chris, when you said this to Amy, you know, whatever it is in the situation. I didn't. What would he say about what you did or didn't do? And you just sit there and try to figure out what would he say? What would he do? And let him say it to you. Mm-hmm. Like, let him say it to you. And, you know, it would be something like, that's my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I have, I have loved her, and I have provided for her, and I gave her to you to take care of. Mm-hmm. And at this the, point, you're and done. And the gift to win every game. Yes. <laughs> I, I blessed her with this great mind. Yeah. yeah. And I want it to be celebrated, not mocked. Mm-hmm. And yet here you go, 
Now, that's when God started to sound guilty, and that's just me. But I'm saying, you know, and at that point, if you're praying that prayer, and thank you for the example, you're, you're like, I got it. I got it. Okay, Lord, like, we're good. Right. You know, but when you give God that voice, mm-hmm. that little bit you were holding on to of, no, I'm right, I'm right, and I was justified, and I was this, and I was that, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, God, I got nothing. Nothing? Well, I'm just looking at the next one, which is the hardest part for me. Confessing that what you did was wrong. So to confess is to agree with God. Yeah, but what if what if I didn't do anything wrong? I, I know I'm being facetious, but like I have felt that way, right? Like I'm like, okay, she's upset. She's overreacting. Okay, let's yes. play this out. Right. Let's say you uh, told her you take the garbage out and you didn't, and she's upset because you have not given her the support you need. But she's she didn't realize what you've been through and how busy you've been. Been in a curmudgeon stage lately. <laughs> Maybe you didn't see the garbage because you've it's been blinded by all the lights. But, okay, so we, <laughs> we agree that you, in fact, did not take the garbage out. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. But, but she's, she's here. Right. Okay. Right. So how can I agree that there, that's, how can I agree with God that, okay, well, let's go backwards. Does God care about her more than you do? Is, is she God's daughter? And you've asked God, hey, help me understand. Oh, wow, she's really going through a lot right now. Okay. So God, is this a lot for her? Yeah, it is. God, how do you feel? You know what? She's my girl, and I gave her to you to take care of. Okay, what are you going? You're not going to agree yeah. with that, <laughs> right? No, and well, and I, I would, and I don't have a great example, but I will give a generalized example of like garbage out or not is is more clear cut, and I'm thinking more along the lines of, you know, I said words. And she heard different words. Okay, you know what I mean. And I'm not disagreeing at all. No, I'm just playing but, sort but of devil's thing advocate holds true. here. But yeah, well, Lord, <clears throat> my go ahead. I was going to say like the general statement of like it's still a hurt, right? <clears throat> right. It's just hard to like in my past. It's like right. hard to to come to terms with. She's that. still hurt, and you still have to seek understanding. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of your intent, right? Assuming she's being honest, right? She perceived it this way. Think about it this way. If, like, Brian had no problem coming up with, hmm, me saying that's stupid, it didn't take Brian long in prayer to get to, oh, yeah, that was kind of bad. <laughs> so if you said something, now here, this is really important, Chris, and I'm so grateful that you brought this up. If you said something that you even meant was nice, you were trying to be nice to mm-hmm. him, and she took it the wrong way. Right, quote, okay? unquote. How much more important it is for you to go to God and say, look, Lord, help me understand. Mm-hmm. How did she take it that way? How did she, how did what I said, which was all, Lord, huh? You were there. You were there. <laughs> I had no negative intentions on this one. But if you're saying, God, you know, show her that she's wrong or give me the right words to say, now it's about you. Mm-hmm. It's not about her. And it's not about him. It's all the more important to say to him, help me to understand. That's a great point. And if you get to that point and you're like, no, still don't understand. (laughs) Well, then you're not going to confess to God because you don't understand yet. But that leads us to our next few points, Mm -hmm. which is going back to them. Um, But the end of that point is, if you're clear, to say to God, look, God, I know that what, what I did was wrong now. All right, I know that... I know that what I did hurt her. Mm-hmm. Does he have to be wrong? Take the word wrong out of it in that moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
God, I do confess to man. Oh, I didn't think enough about her and how she might be able to take this, and I just threw it off there. Yeah, maybe I, instead of confessing what you did was wrong, confess that what you did caused hurt, you know, caused a, a pain in, in your whoever. Right. And then ask him for forgiveness, and then you want to go to her and or them and ask for forgiveness. And so how do we do that? That's where we're getting into the nitty of the gritty. First, for the offender, in general, seek to understand more than to be forgiven. So you're the one that did the thinging, you know, the, the, you caused the hurt. So it's like, okay, I still have to focus on understanding. Okay. Secondly, though, through all you've done above, your goal should be to understand how you made them feel, not just be forgiven. That is why simply saying, I'm sorry, or I didn't mean to hurt you, doesn't do anything and in fact makes things worse. All right, that's an example of that. It left them feeling alone when you hurt them. No matter what it is, that's what it is to be hurt is I'm all alone and nobody's here with me. Mm -hmm. um, to understand, it's, it's, it's almost like a, I don't know how to put this because it sounds really manipulative, but like you made them feel alone by hurting them. So the way to fix it is to join them and to show them that you understand. You're coming alongside them and saying, when I said this, is this how it made you feel? Yeah. And did it really take away from this? Yeah. Now you're joining them. So it's sort of like you caused a problem and solved it mm -hmm. all in the, in the same mm -hmm. vein. Um, it's important to express, like I just said, to express to them that you understand how it made you feel. This is important. Don't say, I understand how it made you feel. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, you've got to yeah, show the understanding. Right, those are good words. It. It's nicer than, well, I'm sorry. Right. Didn't mean to. I understand how you feel, really. <laughs> but that's also different than, it's, it's, it's expressing understanding and how they feel, not expressing how you intended it to feel. Oh, no, don't do that. Yeah, don't no, ever. we're not doing that. That's the old <laughs> facts, logic, and reason. We're yeah. not doing that. Right. But when I said this, I'll bet it made you feel like yeah, this. Yeah, like, I understand how you feel. That's, that's a flat... Does nothing, but when you say, it's the worst. I understand when when I did this, this is how I made you feel. And, and then they can see, wow, this person really is in my shoes. They really do feel the lashes that I felt or whatever, however you want to verbalize that. I feel, like, and we, I feel like we should give an example of that. Like I know, Jay, you oftentimes talk about like, oh, a meteor uh, came from outer space and right, fell on top of my mother and killed my mom and then... One of your friends says, "Oh, I understand how you feel." It's like, did a meteor yeah. fall and yeah. <laughs> kill your mom too? Like, you know, like you don't understand. <clears throat> you know, like that's not a thing. Um, no, but I mean, <clears throat> I would say go back to when Chris didn't take the garbage out. Um, I forgot. You're such worst. a lazy. Wow, <laughs> you're the worst. If he says to Amy, "Hey, sorry, I can see that that made you feel mad," that's observational. But right. if he said, "You know what, Amy? You do a lot around the house." And you're as busy as I am, but yet you do a lot around the house. And my one responsibility this week was to take the garbage out. I bet you really just don't feel supported around here. And she's like, no, I don't. Man, that shows so much more understanding, right? Yeah. That's, that's great. And you say, and we're kind of 50-50 here, really 100-100 as husband and wife. And you're doing a lot of other things. So it kind of almost looks like I don't value you as, as a wife. Now, here's the thing. She might go, no. And you're like, all right, it's not <laughs> yeah. that. But uh, would you say I don't, I don't respect your how busy you are in your schedule 
that I didn't do something on my side of things, just assuming you might do it. Yeah, I am really busy. And you're like, yeah, I can see that. And so you're coming alongside and you're showing they're like, okay, they do. You're proving that you understand, that you have put time into this conflict. That gave me shivers. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> I gotta go, guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> you're like, I have got quite a list. <laughs> well, and the thing with Lex is like, after I finally made my way back to the right place to be, uh, it, it was, look, I am, I do understand how this may, this does make you feel alone and it does take away your your need for appreciation when you do win. And I understand that it makes you feel vulnerable because you feel attacked, you know, especially Security. especially in our groups in our group setting. Exactly right. I, and so I said, I will back you up and I, I, for one, will not be doing this in the future. But also, I will be there to to back you up and you know to kind of surround you when our family, who hasn't had this conversation, right? And she was like, "Thank you." Uh, now I feel hurt, you know, and join heard heard and join yeah, not hurt. Yeah. yeah, I'm just imagining the next time we're all together and she wins something, and everybody's like, <laughs> "That is That's good great. for everyone Let's involved." Wonderful, <laughs> yeah, wonderful. <laughs> I'm just never going to let her win again. That she won't have to worry That's about. That's what Jay said last week. <laughs> the last time she beat me, Quiplash. <laughs> so then, this is the ultimate, ultimate, you know, superstar move. So you've exhausted the time you spent, and and you've exhausted all your resources. You've prayed. You've thought. You've looked at their history. Their they're way back to their childhood. You've thought about what's been going on in their life right now. And you've, you've said every emotional need that you could possibly attach to this hurt. And then you say, but I really want to know, did this make you feel any other way? Is there anything I missed? Hmm. And here's why I say it's like the ultimate move. They may say, well, you know what? Yeah. Um, I just, I just don't feel like you're encouraging me. You know, and you're in, in, if you're me, you'd be like, actually, honey, that's actually support. <laughs> but, you know, you, you let them say whatever else it was. And you go, you know what? I can see that. I can see that. It would have been much better had I done this, right? Yep. And then you would have felt that need being met. Yep. All right. Man, you're right. Any other way that made you feel? And so they finally, they get to the point and like, no, that's it. Well, guess what they can't do next week? You know, another thing. No, no, no. We exhausted it. It's out. We got it all out here. Right. We're we're solving this this evening. Now they might say, "I need more time." Right. All right. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Fine. Yeah. But you know, you get to that point. You're like, okay, I can understand this. I understand this. I don't understand this. Help me understand it. Okay, I understand this. And then you get to like any other ways. No. All right. Guess what? They got no more bullets. Mm -hmm. There's no more holding on. And it's hard to forgive somebody. It's hard to express a hurt. Some mm -hmm. people don't. They've been conditioned to not communicate hurts. Right. Oh, sure. So therefore, you might have to say, you know, hey, listen, no, I, I really do. I want to know. How did that make you feel? Mm -hmm. So once you get it all out, guess what? They're done. There's no more, well, but you. That's a good point, though, because, like, you know, I have a high need of acceptance, so there's some times where I've been hurt, and I don't want to say anything. Most because, times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to upset them. It's not worth it. I don't want to bother them. you don't them. deserve, you don't deserve right, right. to yeah, talk to right. them. And, be and so then... Once you've done that, you see, you know what? I can totally see how you feel the way you did. I really wish I hadn't said the things that I said or did the things I did. And it was wrong. And I hope at some point in time you'd forgive me for that. That's the last thing you say is the forgive. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you just let them know, yeah, hey, those actions, that was wrong. It was wrong. Again, you're not saying I meant to hurt you. 
You're not saying that, you know, anything else. You're just saying, yeah, your day would have been better had I not said that. Mm. And I, I feel bad that I said that. I'd be interested in talking more about spotting the apology, spotting, spotting the place that you can head off the conflict in the, in the course of a day, because I feel like there's so many things that like, I, I keep going back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago and I know we're starting to run low on time, but I keep, keep going back to like the, the couple got divorced after six years by watching frozen and the husband. So like, where do you like, where do you start to train yourself to go? You know what? That's a place that right here, right now I can go and, and apologize and seek understanding. Cause I know here, you know, there was something that got hurt because we are so trained to just shove it down and move mm-hmm. on. You know, we can have a longer discussion. Well, you know, if we go back to what a lot of babies miss is what's called attunement, that when a baby looks at a mom or a dad and they smile and they giggle and then the mom smiles and the giggles and they know, okay, there's an attunement. I understand what you're feeling. We're missing that in our digital age so Mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. So the more we're in this practice of thinking in that regard and thinking of emotional needs and thinking of ways to bless our family members and or people we're in a relationship with, the more attuned we will be to how are they feeling. Mm-hmm. So there's times where, you know, I'll know, like I'll be like, no, that didn't go well. Mm-hmm. And before it becomes something else, I'll just stop and go, hey, I just want you to know something. I think what I just said did this. Yeah. Did it? Mm-hmm. And Rachel, you know, nine <laughs> times out of ten, Rachel's like, no. Yeah. And I'm like, then we're good. All right. <laughs> yeah, but, but I covered my. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I'm just, you know, but I, I want to get that one <laughs> right. out of ten because right. you know with Rachel, I mean, it takes long to hurt her, and when it does, it's a big deal. So I would say being attuned, being mm-hmm. aware of that. Right. Um. So that's how that whole process should work. But there can be some things as we wrap it up pretty quickly mm-hmm. that'll complicate this entire process. And once again, I'm going to remind everybody: this is hard. This is difficult. It is a skill. There is no shortcut. There is no magic trick. This is something as a pattern you've got to learn and do. And I will say now, having learned this in 2008, we're now in 2023. So I've, I've been aware of this for 15 years. I've been practicing it for 15 years. I think I'm pretty dadgum good at it, but it's taken a while. And one of the ways it helped, like if you guys remember uh, last summer, I no-showed Denny Chisnell yeah. and his Christian campground yeah. to preach for them. And it was just simply, I forgot. I just, sim- and he called me and I was like, well, this is terrible. And I almost feel like I manipulated him with my apology mm-hmm. because I gave him a fire hose. Mm-hmm. Uh, you deserve more than this. It shows you that I don't appreciate who you are and, and I don't respect mm-hmm. you enough to be there and you deserve that respect. And I can totally see that. Did that make you feel any other way, Danny? Jay, it's no big deal. I'm like, no, it is a big deal, Danny. Let me mm-hmm. tell you why. I mean, he was just like, I'm oh, sorry. He's like yeah. apologizing to me <laughs> by the time it was over. Yeah. But, if somebody is being manipulative, if there's a lack of honesty and trust, it ain't going to work. It's going to be a problem because just like that, well, no, you're, you know, that is not going to work. And I, I started all that by saying it took a lot of practice to get to where I am. You're going to screw up. Yeah. But it's important to work it out. It's important to get ahead of things and, and, and keep trying these things. And to be honest, and to be honest, and, uh, and there are Open people and vulnerable. And there are people that are just bad at apologizing. And there are people that are definitely looking just to manipulate you. Right. You know? Most people are bad at apologizing. Some are trying to manipulate right. you, is what I would say. Um, if you have negative patterns in your life, which most people do, of conflict resolution, whether it's, you know, your your thing is always saying it's no big deal. You suffer from uh, lack of of uh, esteem. You're Moreover, you have a 
you suffer from self condemnation. Mm-hmm. I'm not worthy right. of having uh, my emotional needs met. So right. it's no big deal. I mean, right. it may, you know, it's, I'll take this on me. It's all right. It's fine. Whatever. Brian, why don't you take the next one? Uh, anger taking over, <laughs> outwardly yelling, name calling, inward rage, quiet treatment. Yeah, I mean, letting your feelings go too far. Yeah. Being too defensive. Um, and just not wanting to be wrong in whatever yeah. shape or form. Getting angry about it, stewing on it inside. The, the, These the things are treatment. all putting up yeah. right. I mean, that's, I, I was, you know, what's wrong? Nothing. Yeah. You know, or my mother would just that's cry you? and walk away. No, that's how I was raised. Oh, okay. Silent treatment. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I, if I really made my mom upset, she would just walk away and cry. Uh-huh. It was like, all right. <laughs> like, we're not going to have a lot of conflict resolution. I remember I was nine years old. I'm like, this is not effective conflict resolution. Right. And I didn't say that. And that's the opposite. That's not the anger. That's the... Yeah, that's not the rage. Let it, let it all go inward and just, like, hopefully dissipate over time, except that it doesn't because it's going to bubble up again the next time it happens. Right. It's, it's kind of like the next one. It's either the aggressive or the <clears throat> passive-aggressive. And the next one is ignoring it. There you go. It hopes it goes away. I mean, that's it. And that that was also that's what usually happens. The problems in life, you ignore them, and they definitely but yeah. Go check away. engine light comes on. Yeah, yeah just, just go little right electrical away. tape right over. <laughs> yeah. <it. Yeah>. <laughs> <clears throat> but again, they, these aren't things that we choose. It's things we've learned right through negative patterns mm-hmm. and what and we've then had modeled before us. The next one we've mentioned several times: seeking forgiveness over understanding. Because right. I just I I but I need you to know that. That I didn't mean to do it. Right, right. And we're I'm okay. sorry. We're okay, right? Like, yeah, we're okay. We're, yeah, we've talked about it. Like, why well, I didn't mean to do it. Or, you know, it's just, it's so typical. And so it's a, imagine if you had. Imagine if you had yeah, meant you to do it. Right. right. Like, we're in a different place right now. Yeah. It, it is much worse. And all of it is included with past hurts um, that just haven't been resolved. You know, if you've got a whole marriage of, of un- Comforted hurts, whether they be inside or outside of the marriage, boy, all these are going to be hot button topics. And you got to, you know, there are tools you can use. There's a method you can go through. That's actually how Rachel and I were trained is we made a list and it was just a big T and the left side was ways I've been hurt by my spouse. And the other is waves, ways I've hurt my spouse. Mm-hmm. And we just, we call it clean, cleaning it up. <laughs> and some of them went back 12 years, mm-hmm. you know, well, if you haven't done any of that, then the next hurt's going to be a little bit more powerful and make it a little harder to understand. And when the past hurts are even further back, like you, you just don't even know if you are, you, you know, my example earlier of why well, I didn't say anything bad or negative, but now she's upset. Like there is a reason it might not make sense to you in the moment, but that's why you have to seek the understanding. And, and it may not even make sense to them. Right. Mm. If so they haven't flushed it out. and You do Chris's yeah. wisdom and you say, look, let's together find out why this hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I was the first one to ever say that. You're so wise. Yeah. That's on our next t-shirt that goes for the uh, paid subscribers. Oh. Oh, it's yeah. It's not. What does it say? Chris is so wise? No. Um, <laughs> whatever whatever the thing is that you said Chris likes, let's well, what I say, Jay? together. What that? to That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> women's feet. <laughs> what? Good old Honey Toes Davidson. I can't over wait. Here. We're gonna we gotta we're gonna have a plan. Did you guys talk about paid subscriptions last no. week? No, no, we haven't oh, talked about so, it at all. Well, sometime soon we're gonna we don't have one. update everybody on paid some... subscription. What are we even talking about? I know. You mean like well, honored it... seats at the table? That's <clears throat> that's what it is. Gosh, it doesn't really exist Let yet, but it's it, it's gonna all the way through. through. So the thread, Chris. 
It's happening. T-shirts. But not in episode 217, because 217 is a wrap. So, please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media. Visit us at lunchtimeinroom.com, and while there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table, as always, for Lunchtime in Room. Shout out to I Am Groot and Patton for joining us tonight. Thanks for being in the chat, guys. See you next week. Ciao. Well, bye. I'm going to be a little curmudgeon today. Oh, no. Well, uh, just got the, I've got the. It's still sunny outside, though. It is. It's too, it's too sunny. Well, one, treat others. <laughs> do unto others as you would do yeah, to God. That's not quite what I, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm messing platinum up. rule. But I mean, <clears throat> I would say go back to when Chris didn't take the garbage out. Um, I forgot. You're the Such worst. a lazy. Wow, you're the worst. <laughs>